This time on TNT. What are gnats doing in a pound cloud? I spent the weekend with Timbo. Plus, we'll meet a brand new character, Doc Yacht. That's all coming up right now on TNT. There he is. Hey, Bon, how are you? What's going on, Big Nuts? Oh, you know, I'm just enjoying these, uh, what, what, you know, the, uh, the long summer days. They're gone, but now it's this nice, perfect fall action. We got the foliage and the sun burning down still. We, I kind of dig it. With, it's 20, probably going to be 20 all week. It's like gonna, gonna bur- 3 in the morning. And then 20 in the afternoon, and then 7 in the evening. Yeah, well, is it like that out there right now? Yeah, like a bit of frost in the morning some mornings, and, um, you know, enough to frost your banana. But then... Great for taking walks. Good for morning walks. Brisk walks, yep. Get the blood flowing. I don't mind the sweater weather at all, but I, I do find it a strange time of year because if you commit to a sweater first thing in the morning, if you're going out somewhere... Then when it's 24 degrees, like a sneaky 24, you better make sure your t-shirt's good to go under your sweater. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I like that the bugs are gone, but then there's those gnats at night because it's warm. So you can leave the lights. The night gnats. Turn off the lights and then they start showing up. If you ever do any, I I sometimes uh, make the mistake of firing around on the phone a bit in bed, which is a bad move, I know. But if there's a couple of night gnats burling, they come right to the screen and are burl by your ears. Night gnats. Just happened the other day because the door was open a bit. And then I was like, notice that. Oh, that's annoying because they come over like you're a wildebeest or something just to hang out. And they go try to go in your ears and stuff. They like your stank. I, I told Lisa, I go, there's gnats on me. She'll sleep. She, gets, <laughs> she says, take a shower. <laughs> Why? Because they do? They like your stink? <laughs> yeah, I guess if you stink more, they really get in there. Wait, so are they but, not around Lisa? She, <laughs> they weren't bugging her. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I'm like, That's when you I know it's time to take that, a shower. I well, the, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure it doesn't take much. Shower gnats. The gnats on you, the, the, the light of the screen. But yeah, they were getting, they are trying to funk it up. What do they do? They just want to party, right? They don't bite you or anything. They just want to like, like any like really bad reek. They're just like, right? Things just inhale bad stench. Let me get it. (laughs) That may be the worst joke I've ever made in my life. Do you remember what? Dana Carvey's George what? Bush? Yeah. Not going to do it. Why, why did you do that? I don't what know. I don't know. It's really a what bad idea. What does that have to do with like the like things smelling and bad stinks? Is Not there the one that's it. like, there's one all of a sudden that doesn't like this bad smells? It's not going to do it. Not, not going to do, do it. it. <laughs> He ends up dying like in 12 hours instead of 24 hours or whatever, how long they live. What happened you to always, Jordy? Well, he's not going to do see, You see them always like dead, dead in the sink the next morning. Just Aww. like, that's it. How long do the maps live? 
Yeah, like 24 hours max. Come on, really? Yeah, I think those are the ones that are burling around in front of you if you go in the backyard. Or if you look into the sunset and there's like the huge ones of mass clouds of them just burling. What is the I life of a gnat? I guess they're pounding there. That's the that's the, the uh, love in. That's the that's the when it's all going on. What that's they're the air pounding? No. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the, the best part. Their whole life, so they they do that the pounding, and then after they just try and find a a bright light to to wait to croak because they they're all just all they do or stink maybe smell some stink before they go. <laughs> So your stink gets them all fired up to go make a pound cloud. No, my stink makes me just crush them on wherever they are. I ended up killing like five or six of them. I want to answer someone's question by saying, well, you know, have you ever seen a pound cloud? I was trying to I was trying to trap them if I so I opened up my armpit and then just shined the light right up by the the sheet so I could see it come land and I did, that's how I got them. No. That's how I trapped them with my wildebeest. Trapping gnats. Yeah. Gnat trapping. I want, when someone gnat says like, trapping. was it busy at Superstore? I want to say, oh, it was like a pound cloud of gnats in there. Yeah. <laughs> and stop sure. someone in their tracks to be like, it was like a what? But then they'd actually, <laughs> if they thought about it, be like, oh, yeah, so busy. Yeah, then. well, I- you know when you're walking th- when you're walking through the backyard and you <laughs> catch catch some of them if you walk into a cloud of them in your mouth. Yeah. Especially if you're riding around on your bike. You know which I do all the time. Through a pound cloud. Do you? No. No. Imagine me runs this. I I'd like to. I like I want to get a cruiser bike with the smooth tires that you just kind of bear, burl around because those smooth tires really ease up on the drive. Carol has the dopest cruiser that yeah. I got her for her birthday a couple years ago. And you just feel cool rolling around on it. Like the tires are kind of, they're not fat, but they're big enough that you don't absorb every bump so with your like taint. A, like a Schwinnbanger styles? Yeah, I'll, I'll send you a picture of it. It's got the nice cruiser, like it's a nice easy ride. just feels yeah. like you float, float. And it, it's got the big wide seat for your turd cutter, so it's, it, yeah. like, it rests comfortably. Why, why not? Why why don't they make them all like that? Every seat's just like, let's go, chill. Well, the, the seat that I have for mine, I got like a, it's like a combo bike, a giant any road it's called. And it it's because we live on a dirt road, but I like to pedal on the pavement. So it kind of does both, but like any hybrid, it probably doesn't do either very well but if yeah. like I, I don't need to be wearing spandex and have cleats right i just want to go for a by, bike ride by the way some of the most annoying people in the world are those guys that and some that do this are totally cool i'm sure there's cool people that do this but the, the ones i'm talking about is the ones that got the full-on not only have the full-on gear like as if they're in the tour de france but they're yelling. They're, they're yeah. always ye- yelling at each other, even though they're just going through a residential neighborhood. They're like, yeah, anyway, I don't know what that... Like, they're acting like they're going 35 kilometers an hour or something. Like, it's just... I don't get the yelling part. They're yelling Half, like I, Magellan. 
they're screaming like they're yelling. I don't, and they're always just talking so loud. I'll tell you so, what yeah, I don't I gotta... love. I don't love the on the right those dudes. Oh, are they big? <laughs> like the net, I gotta tell you, I'm behind you, guy. Yeah, like no I, I appreciate it, but there's just I feel like there's no way to say on the right without sounding like a gearbox. Chow Main. On the right. Super loud. Windows open. A friend of mine Did ever, says Chow Main instead of Do you know what I mean? Chow Main. Do you ever? Yep. Do you ever tap the? You have the tapper on the back, the truck, because you have the wide load going through Halifax, the little bumper guy. Oh wait, I'm here, bud. What do you mean, the truck that leads the bigger truck? No, the guy on the bike that like hits the back of your car when they're going by it just to like no. you know you're there. Oh yeah, I've seen that one, but it's more rare. Jake Tappers. Jake Tapsy, yeah. I don't want anyone to touch my vehicle. Gordy Tap just coming up behind you on on Eglinton, just burling. So is that if they're it. passing the driver's side, they give you a little tapski so you don't open your door after you no, parked? The passenger side, if they think you're you're encroaching on the bike lane. Oh. Oh, so it's a warning tap. It's a warning tap. Yeah, it's like I'm here. It's I'm a, I'm here because I, I don't see your face looking at me in the mirror. Wow. Which is you know I guess it's better safe than sorry if something were to happen if they're veering towards you obviously but, I'm and yeah now everyone who rides a bike in the city is gonna think I'm like, anti bike guy but I'm not. I'm no, all you're into bikes. Biking. Yeah. Can your kids like bike I said, anywhere? I, I, I want to. I want to cruise around. I want a smooth tire banger. I don't want one, like those ones where it's like I bike all the time. Bikes. My kids bike. Yeah, they bike. Where can they bike? Everywhere around here. There's little uh, trails. There's uh, the park. You could go burl around even if you want to go up and down the on around the baseball field. Like hot turtle lots park. Of spots. They even have like the soccer fields that are turf if if you're trying to teach a kid how to ride a bike instead of, you know, it's safer so they don't fall down on hard ground. So can they like can the they guys. can they take their bike from your place and go out on a like I'm going for a bike ride, I'll be back. Can they or do you have to no. kind of you go places with them and then they can bike there? Yeah, I'll go with them. Well, they'll go like Jack will go to to his friends at the park. And they'll go hang out at the park together. So yeah, he'll take his. He rocks a scooter. Does he? But we're not. We're not too far. There's a great park by the school that they go to, and there's also a big park around by the the beach of the lake. There's a huge boardwalk now, so that there's a massive park there that they ride to, to go play Pokemon, or walk to po- Pokemon. It's good. But for the they Pokemon. don't all go to that school anymore, do they? Just two, yeah. There John, have been changes. John's gone to Richmond Green High School now. <clears throat> He's gone on to high school. Taking That's the bus. That's crazy. It really is. Yep. Is he if liking you think it? Back. He is, yeah, and it's different because it's half days. He's usually there either nine to noon, or and then online school for the rest of the day. It's like half online school. I don't know if they've gone to full days yet, but it's been half days, so it's interesting. 
Because of the pandy or because of that's what they do in the high school there? Yeah, no, because of the pandemic. Pandemic rules. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... Uh, they, they keep it down to, to a small amount of people. I think Annalise and Jack, with, at their school, the way they have it, they're kind of in pods where they only come into contact with 21 different people throughout the day. Right. So that, and everybody is kind of separated, especially if they're having lunch and stuff and masks, masking up all day. Math masks. So yeah, it's different in that regard, but uh, it's it's been cool. And John has seemed to make the transition in. That's he's taken the bus for the first time, so that's interesting. But he's he's it's fine. He's doing good. He's Did doing you ever really take well. the bus? I did. I took the bus. I never got to walk to school until high school, so I took the bus all the time. Well, no, grade eight I walked to school in Barrie, but mostly I was a bus kid. The long bus ride. I've puked on a bus. That's the worst. Like sick, morning sick. That's not fun. Or afternoon Terrible. with a headache. Yeah, I've had a lot of experiences on the bus. Did I ever tell bus. you when I was a kid, when my parents split up and I was kind of going back and forth between houses. My mom had an apartment in town and my dad kept the house in the suburbs the first time they split up. And so I had to take the bus when I was staying with him to go in town to a new school and I'd never taken the bus before. So I was the new kid and this bus came, um, you know, with all kids who lived in the same neighborhood. And I don't know if it was the first time, but I remember distinctly getting on the bus and the driver, like, take a seat. You have to sit down. I can't go till you're sitting down. And there's only one seat on the bus, and it's next to a piece of poo. No way. And the kids and I wasn't did it. sitting. And the driver's like, you need to sit down. I can't go till you sit down. And everyone's going, come on, sit down. You need to oh, sit down. Oh man, nice start to the year. The That's how it was back in the day. Kids were hardcore. Hardcore. <laughs> the '80s kids were the worst. I remember when first time I went to Cookstown. There was a group of kids who were like, I, both me and Jet, my brother, were they cornered us to fight. Like you had to fight them if you're new in the in the neighborhood. And it's like one on one, and they circle you. And it's like that. And my 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 brother didn't want to fight, so they all circled him, and the one guy just punched him over and over all over the place until they they finally stopped. And and then uh, when when it was my turn, I wasn't gonna do that. Jet was is super strong and just doesn't want to hurt anybody, and probably would have killed the kid if he did. So my my uh, I wasn't gonna do that. So I I've got surrounded and to the point where my mom was like heard the big kerfuffle in the field across the street, and this is in Cookstown, right where they have like the truck pull. Right below the curling rink in this field. Huh. And they all surrounded me. My mom was there, too. <laughs> and she's surrounded. She's like, I'm not going to stop it. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that was it. We got started fighting. I, and I beat the kid up pretty good to the point where they it stopped. And he got a, a, a lick or two in. But I really let him have it to the point where uh, they stopped. So it was good. You went full Ronnie on him? I did go full Ronnie on the kid, yeah. So it was a solid uh, showing to the neighborhood. But there was no other choice, man. Either that or you get stopped. My mom 
didn't want to take me into the house because she figured like it's gonna happen i might as well at least be here to try and help if something bad happens right yeah so yeah but that's that was uh small town styles first and time then once you took your lickens you then were you become good to you go right be- you can become friends with them, yeah. But I remember at one point having being basically enemies. That was my dad made the fo- famous, like, you guys are all warmongers comment to the kids. Like, because he was just, another time they were, like, doing something and they were screaming at them. But I remember one time one of them was getting away and I threw a rock and hit him right in the back of the head on the bike, like, about 50, 60 feet away. Whoa. And I was actually scared because he went barreling right off the bike. I'm like, oh, man, a rock. I was like, maybe hit him in the back or something. But I just gave him a good egg. So it was just a solid one. A good old-fashioned egg. And <laughs> I remember... Yeah, Cookstown, again, though, Mark, it didn't matter. It was just small. If you're new, you got to just all of a sudden deal with these idiots. <laughs> Mark Howlett and I, when we were probably five, because it was a different time... I can't remember if I've told you this, walked up the hill and over the hill and down the hill to get to our kindergarten. And there were a couple of guys, like, it, honestly, it's, you'd never let your kids do it today, but it was probably a six minute walk. Yeah. And there were these other kids that lived on the other side of the hill and they had to come up and over the hill to go to the elementary school. So they passed us every morning. They were probably in grade three or four, which at that age is a big deal mm-hmm. when you're five and these kids are probably 10. Yeah. And um, they didn't rough us up, but they chirped us pretty good and sort of intimidated us one day. And then my dad parked around the corner and waited to um, till they started to harass us, flew around the corner, put them in his car, and drove them to the elementary school. Like, imagine doing that now. Like, get in the car. Who oh, are you? Man. Get in. <laughs> okay. The get in the car move. <laughs> you can't be telling kids to get in the car these days well it's like it's the it's also the uh, yeah the so the parents can uh it when it can be crazy either way in small in the smaller town i i would always just uh get blown away by the madness of what i'd see kids chasing each other pissing on each other in the in the yard no piss fights like i'm like what that's a thing oh yeah they're just having piss fights Oh gosh! They go into the house too. They'll go right into the house too and do it. I'm like, oh, that must be nice. Terrible piss fights. I that I do not want to be initiated that way. (laughs) Well, this was what a terrible fight. Yeah, and you know, Dad was probably already banged up, sitting in the car that doesn't work in the backyard at three o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday. Well, you don't think up piss fights you see that somewhere right dad was probably doing it first <laughs> piss fights oh my god i'd be so and mad imagine dad's piss fights big 18 dark beers coming at you <laughs> gross so you was it was it jet that could pee over the house <laughs> yeah jet could piss like so high in the air that it was unbelievable over houses, wow. like I, I, I don't know. He just could. He had this propulsion technique. He says he can't do it at all anymore. 
So he's lost the ability, but yeah, he was. So like was that a party pissed. trick? Like, um, yeah, always. Like, hey guys, look at their birds. No, not like he would never like right in front of you, but he'd like turn around and then like show you. <laughs> but he could, <laughs> he could do it that thing where it's like he'd be aiming right, and then it would like shoot off way left, but like twenty five feet in the air. Like it's just fountaining. <laughs> Technique. That's such a strange. Yeah. Like of all things to be like given. Yeah. Of all gifts to be given, that's such a weirdy. It's pretty classic. It's a good one. So what have you been up to, bud? You went down to see Timbo. I did. I went to the uh, to Timbo his to play in his member guest his golf tournament, which was a good time. But it was also great just to see him and Sarah and little Olivia, who's just a gorgeous girl so funny and uh was fun to to hang out with her and get to know her more because she's just full of energy and ideas and just a great kid yeah so he's got a he's got a great little scene going on down there in fort erie beautiful house beautiful backyard and just uh living like uh you'd think a a proper rock and roller would um he's into (laughs) the meat right He's got the barbecues going. He's, he's, he likes it. He says he's been taking it taking it easy because you don't want to be just burling meat every day. He's actually gotten heavily into sourdough bread making, which I was yeah. pretty, pretty impressed bit with. Which it's you know people have been doing bread making, but it's actually if you think about it and uh, the the art that goes into it, it's pretty interesting. I didn't know the starter, uh, the yeast or whatever, the little starter in the bowl that you used for the bread. That the one that he has, he got it from a, a restaurant in the city, and it's over a hundred years old, like the origins of it. So that to I remember me that is from the Bodine cool. Bakery on the yeah. on the waterfront in San Francisco. Their sourdough. We did a piece about that place. You know, they have the big sourdough bowls that you get the chowder yeah. in and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Their sourdough, they have to feed it every day, and they have to yeah. whack it back because it would grow out of control. You know. Yeah, so so it's interesting to learn a bit about that, but boy, it's tasty. I like a good sourdough, so I so I learned a bit. But it's also a good move. He's uh, making. He was made, he made like three loaves a day. at going. He's just just uh, a great hobby to have because you know how fresh bread is. It's fantastic. Yeah. So yeah, so we had a good a good hang. He's enjoying being home. Like he's yeah, good. Yeah, man, for sure. I mean, he's been on the road for like ten years straight, right? Yeah, it's been a long run, so uh, I'm sure they're they're itching to get back on because obviously in this situation, uh, even though they put out that the Campfire Chords record, they they probably you know want to go out and play live. I mean, they didn't get to do their rally this summer. That's going to be next year, but uh, it probably won't be the same as it was. And live music, you know, we have to see how the winter goes. To see how 2021 is going to be, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it'll come back eventually, but it, it's just not right now at the same way that that it was. But uh, it, it, you know, I'm sure that they want to get back at it as you and I both do. It would be great to do some shows. So Keep I thought going. Campfire Chords was a great save. Like what a like conceptually, yeah. what a great thing to do. Yeah, great idea. Yeah. For sure. And, and they uh, always have new ways to kind of reinvent and get out there and uh, stay relevant and, you know, keep generating new stuff even when 
it's not a typical time. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. If it's not like, yeah, they just they're content monsters, right? As you would say, for what you want as a as a fan of music, if you're not getting something, then you're gonna start to look away and and do other stuff. But they've been making keeping their fans completely updated with great stuff. And so how did you guys continue. golf? Uh, we played okay, good, good and bad. But that's how you play when you're hanging out with as buds. So he, uh, we were playing tunes and uh, good people down there in Fort Erie. Did you get out as a twosome or a foursome? It's funny. It's like either someone was like, they either they were doing like a super blue collar gig or they were super loaded and are just like sitting back. Tapper outers. Like either you're a baller or a drywaller. <sighs> No shame in either. <laughs> exactly. So it's like a great group of buds. Everyone's like moving to Hamilton, right? The hammer. They're, well, they're moving out of the city. And, and even more so now because of uh, dealing with COVID and having, if, if, if there's any lockdowns and you're sitting in your house, you start to look around the house and need space where you are and a lot of people have expensive places in the city that don't have a yard or don't have any space or a condo. And uh, so they're looking into, because the real estate is, is expensive, so expensive in Toronto that you can sell it and, and, and move to a place that, that has more space, you know, more of what the idea is. If you're, if you're in a quarantine position that you won't be pulling your hair out which happens Fair enough. no matter what but you try to make it as best as, as you can for yourself right yeah yeah um yeah well we've mentioned before people are probably doing an overall life audit yeah am i living no. where i should am i with the person i like am i working the job that i want to no where yeah. where are you we were talking about this yesterday um, where are you anxious to go? Like, oh, oh, this, like this is travel? how we pose the question to each yeah. other. Yeah. If if you could never travel again, what's the place you'd be like, oh, man, I would have liked to have gone there or gone back there. Yeah. Um, well, it's, yeah, it, it's like there's places for culture and there's places for the, the beauty or landscape, right? So there's like two, I, I, I mean, I love, I love New York City, uh, and when it's when it is New York City proper, it's a beautiful place to go. Um, so yeah, I'd probably go there. But I also love London because if you just walk around, you just feel vibes every single step that you go, and everything's so old. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, Lon I'd probably rock the London banger straight up if I had a chance to go somewhere, anywhere. If um, I was talking to a friend who's in Scotland, and she said there is a what did she use the term like sky bridge to Italy, so I don't know if those two countries are like, hey, do you want to be COVID buds, oh. so people can kind of pass back and forth. It's like the Atlantic bubble. Yeah, yeah. People can kind of pass back and forth freely between the two places. Um, if I was picking a place I'd been that I want to go back to, it would probably be Hawaii. Yeah. Because. We had plans to go there in March, yep. as you know, and, and bailed on them. And well, that's, somewhere that's I've why, never then. been that would like to go 
is um, Cornwall, England. I've been to Devon, but my dad was from a place called Land's End. Oh, um, yeah. Way down in Cornwall. Penzance. You might remember the Pirates of Penzance by yeah. Gilbert and Sullivan. Um, yeah. That's where he was from. So I've, I've actually never been there, and it's a place that I'd really like to go. That's where I'll be going when the world opens up. But well, Yeah, yeah, because I did the same vibes when I went to Glasgow. I went to my dad's old neighborhood in Mary Hill. Just to crazy, check it out. yeah, it's a good vibe when you do that, right? To go see. Did it. you have any like ants or anything, or he like go look up Mrs. Whatever? No, not my dad. No, he's you're lucky if he's got the his, called his brother at the time. So yeah, but uh, it was just go to the neighborhood and check it out because everybody has the same. It was Cannings, and everyone has the same last name there. So there's probably like, and you look in the phone book, and there's probably 15 pages of Cannings. <clears throat> How old was he when he left there? Uh, ten. Oh, so he'd still remember, like, life and school and people. Yeah, for sure, definitely. Well, you know, Donovan, the musician, he, he uh, was in Uncle John, my Uncle John's class in at the school. Really? Yeah, like, hoody goody man, that song, or yeah. the, uh, the banana jam one, yeah. Donovan's so what great. did he? What did he? Your uncle say about him? Nothing, but there's a like a a class picture with him in it, like Donovan and my uncle. You know, like them all sitting, them all sitting at the desks, big black and white, and hands on. Everybody looks like they're in line, or they're gonna get hit. Styles, all serious. What's the banana jam? The 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 mellow yellow. Got the mellow yellow. What that's does that a, have to do with bananas? I think it's something called banana. I don't know. Just mellow yellow. All I can think of is the butter commercial. They call me mellow yellow. Yeah. Just butter it. Remember? Exactly. Classic. You being the the child of media culture that you are, right? That's the one that cements into your skull is the commercial. Just like every TV host from 1975 to now. Yeah. <laughs> I'd I say a, I'd say you know more about broadcasters than sitcoms. Yeah, it's probably true. Right? Like in terms of that was your I think that's that was your focus and passion. Like the the idea of that cuz you know so many like every game show host, every host of every single show. I know it's such useless knowledge, but <laughs> like Shug dropped on me um she knows who <laughs> Michael Jackson is, but it was something about like the guy from the popcorn gif. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Oh that's my right, gosh, yeah. that's her frame of well, reference you put, you for Michael Jackson. Probably is. best to keep it like that. <laughs> yeah, that's him. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> um, you know, I do these corporate gigs. Yeah. Um, one of the, um, one of the guys that I was working with said, you know, I I, I always like the corporate speak, like the. Um, we got to lean into this and reaching out and moving forward and all this stuff. Here's here's a brand new one that someone dropped in casual conversation. You ready? Okay. One thing I did want to double click on real quick is something Todd said earlier. Oh, man. Double click? Double click on. <sighs> one thing I did want to double click on real quick is something Todd said. I love how you were saying like some guy from Illinois because that's who that guy was. Yeah, I was going to go through this with you. Could just tell me. What the uh, odds are on here on this one? Uh, give me the double click on it. 
And people either start with, yeah. Yeah, thanks for handing it over, Todd. Um, good morning, everyone. Or, so, I wanted to start today. It's either a yeah or a so. And the number of yeah no's is crazy. Yeah, yeah no, when was we talked about yesterday. <laughs> so, let's uh, double click on it, bud. I'm going to take a break. <laughs> double click. That's too much. Let's take a break, bud. Take a break, Bob. Let me ask you this right quick, you know what I mean? Hi, what's your name, sir? Um, Trent Gibson? Trent, can you please have a seat? Dr. Yacht will be right with you. Doc, Dr. Yacht? Dr. Yacht, yes. I, He'll be right with you. You do have an appointment, right? I do, I yes, thought it was I see with, your name right here. I thought it was with Dr. Morocco. Um, Dr. No. Dr. Yacht, okay. Thank this you. is Dr. Yacht's office. Yacht? Yacht. Just, just, just wait one minute. Oh, hi, Trent. Is, can, can you come on in? Uh, yeah. Are you Dr. Yacht? That's me, Dr. Yacht, Dr. Donald Yacht. Um, As hi. you can see, uh, I have a thing for sailing here, uh, you know. I noticed that. Just, like, uh, sit. You can tell there's like a, like the anchor is the door handle and um, you have, you know, pictures of yachts on the on the wall and stuff. Oh, you know what? If I had it my way, I would just be stepping into a set of Sperry's right now on the deck of a yacht, you know? Sperry's? Just going. Oh, oh, oh like the topsiders. Right, right. Have you not tried a pair? Um, uh, have you seen these? Have you seen these? Yeah, I mean... Have I, you seen these Sperry's? I, I think I wore a pair to my junior high graduation, you know? <laughs> I mean, these ones are... Uh, I, you can only get these ones... Uh, in fall, actually. So, oh. so do you actually have? I a, like. Uh, do you have a boat? Like you have a boat? I do actually. I I do. Yes, I do. Oh, okay. Let me get uh, sit that. Make sure I get the right paper. Sit down right there. Okay. What What do you have for a boat? I got a a forty foot labia. <laughs> a forty foot labia. Yes, I do. Uh -huh. And I just love to just lie out on her. Is it a, a day sailor or it's like, um, like do you have a... Well, I, I, I took it out to Cabo last uh, fall, so I guess you could say she, she goes anywhere she wants. Wow. So can what's, uh, what's wrong? What's, uh, how, how are you, Trent? What's the problem? Can you, can you sail it yourself? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Can I, can, can I, can, can, so what's wrong with you? Well, I, I don't want to, um, self-diagnose, like, from the internet or something, but I have, it's, um, when I put my hand over my knee, like, say my knee was bent and I put my hand over my knee, when I straighten out, like, the lower part of my leg, is it, that's the, the fibia and the, the tibia? When I, like, the, you know, from my the knee tibia, to my ankle? The, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. When I straighten that out, it goes, like, gork. Oh, I gork. like this one. 
Like it, it doesn't make the noise, but I can just kind of feel like a little gore, gore when I move my leg. Sometimes I just like to think about going down to Newport. Have you seen the boats in Newport? Down in California? I mean, I'm on TV, yeah. Um, with pictures and stuff. Sometimes I just like to go down to the baked potato the odd time and listen to the music and see who's... So I saw Steve Lukather there one night. Who's that? Steve Lukather? You don't know who Steve Lukather is. Have you ever heard of anything? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Let's just say, just Google it when you get back home. Okay. So, uh, the tibia, eh? Do you want, let me, uh, let me give you a hit here, see if this, uh, how's that? Oh, wow. 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 That's quite the action there. Uh, Wow. That, that really hurts, does it? Wow, yeah. Like, before I did that? Well, yeah, it did, but it kind of feels like it, it kind of hurts so good. Now, like to use a uh, John Cougar Mellencamp expression, you know? Yeah, I don't really like that kind of music. So uh, l- let me try and bend that up here. And okay. Yeah, how's that? Okay, feel? yeah, that. Um, thanks, Doc. Doc. Actually, I'm. Uh, I'm going up to uh, Casino Rama to see uh, see Player next next month. I've got VIP tickets. To see who? Player. Slayer? Have you not heard Player? You, you don't know Player either? I mean, you never heard Baby Come Back? I mean, what the hell? Are you living under a rock, Trent? No. A uh, yacht rock, maybe. Jeez. I'm living under a yacht rock, yeah. Um, Unbelievable. Well, listen, uh, thanks, Doc Yacht Rock. Do you think you're okay there? I mean, there's that big bruise on your knee now. It's, yeah, I know uh, that wasn't might, there before. Um, uh, you might need something with that. There. You want some cream or an ointment? Well, I, I don't know. I, my grandmother always said a mustard compress would pretty much fix anything wrong with you. What, what kind of rope do you think I should bring out this weekend? This rope here, this big thicker one, or this... Kind of, it's, it's, it's an off-white kind of thing. I don't know if it's a hemp deal or why, but I mean, if you feel them, I got a long trip coming up. What do you think? Uh, I, I don't really know. The, the only thing I know about ropes is if you can't tie knots, tie lots, right? That's a pretty good one, I guess. Do you mind if I write that one down? No, please, please do. Maybe on my prescription for Vicodin. You could just oh, you want some down. pills? Do you? Yep. yep. Okay, well, hang on. Can you sit down? Why don't you take your shirt off? Um, it's my Just knee. relax. I mean, how can you not relax with this song? I mean, I I have every one of Rupert Holmes' albums. Who? Rupert Holmes. Holy moly. It's almost like you are a caveman unfrozen right now. Well, no, I'm it's probably just we're different ages and... Maybe, maybe that's what's wrong with your knee. Maybe you perhaps just woke up in a glacier about a, a week ago and has never heard of Yacht Rock. I mean, come on, Trent. So, again, I don't, um, I don't, don't know what to say. It's probably not my favorite kind of music, but I, thanks for squeezing me in when Dr. Morocco wasn't able to see me. No, I, 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 let me write up your prescription here. I'm going to need a minute here. Hang on. Okay. What? You said, uh, I don't... 
I think you might need a little something a little pick you up. Try this. What? What is that? Sometimes people say that placebo is better than any drug that you could have. And uh, people have been, I've been, uh, I've been heard, I've heard that the Lido Shuffle can actually uh, cure many things. Boz Skaggs is a genius. Okay, I, I feel like you're speaking a different language, and I. Tell really me, Trent. Tell me, Trent. You have never heard of Boz Skaggs. Wow! Holy ball! I'm. Let, can I call my wife and just tell? Oh, wait a second! I I left her years ago, Trent. <laughs> oh, for my boat, <laughs> for my boat. I'm a. She was a sailing widow. Yeah. What is? What's your boat called? Your forty foot labia. Oh, I call it the Sea Later. Oh, but C is spelled like S E A. Yes. Or is it like S E A L, like seal later? Okay, try these pills. I mean, they're uh, they work for me. So if I'm uh, if I can't sail and I have to perform surgery, they do the trick for me. Hey, did if you, you know what I mean? Did you get the pills on sale? <laughs> oh, very nice. See, you're getting it now, and maybe you need a set of Sperry's. Okay. Well, uh, I can get thanks, you a set of. Thanks for your time, Doc. Doc Rock. Doc, Doc Rock, Doc, Dr. Yacht. Dr. Donald Yacht. Donald Yacht. It's right there on the table. Uh, so you it can is. see it. And you know what? I, before you go, just promise, you, you, if you don't know this, the name of this, per, if you don't know who Bertie Higgins is, I'll, I, I won't charge you for this visit. I won't charge you the $1,500. I don't, I don't know who it is. You don't know who Burton Higgins is. No, I really don't. Well, you just sit down right there because obviously you're not paying for today's visit. But you're listening to this song. Do you know what? I feel like uh, your your um, waiting room is really full and a lot of people are anxious to get, to get in here. And I just don't... It doesn't sit right with me not, um, not letting someone else uh, get some time with you. Don't worry. If Casablanca, if Casablanca was a song. Okay, this is. You know what? I would rather pay if it meant that I can leave now. Sit down, Trent. This is. Um, thank you. There you go. Here's looking at you, Trent. You can go now. Pull the pull the uh, stern board, would you? The door? We're going we're going starboard for the next patient. <laughs> the best part of this is you digging deep for all the sailing terms you can muster. <laughs> like those are the, those are some sneaky. Sneaky classics right there, bud. There I are to, dock yachts. I, I, I have to... There are definitely yacht docks for sure. But I gotta thank Timbo for getting me back into the... Well, getting me on the Yacht Rock. Period. Why? You guys were listening to it? We were. I was listening to it on the golf course and at his house. 
does. But the funny thing, you know what's funny about that kind of music? Yacht rock? <laughs> so, well, it's basically soft rock, like late 70s, early 80s. Yeah. It's, it's all, it's, the musicians are all insane, right? Even if it's like a, a cheesy artist, the, the band is always killing it. Killing it. So if, so if you if you're like a diehard you know fan of session music like me and Tim, it's really uh it really goes over fine when you're doing stuff if you're around the house it's great. It really so is. So is he into it genuinely or in a like yeah, I'll get it? The same way though because the the band is killing it right so it's like no different than uh, it, it 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 kind of uh, gives it the green light. To enjoy. (laughs) My friend Jason, who you met, he works at Village Sound in Halifax, sent me a a link to an SCTV sketch that I had never seen somehow. Michael McDonald. Oh, yeah. When he's going session to session. Yeah. That's the best. Yeah. So funny. He's doing the backups on the Christopher Cross jam. (laughs) And I'm riding, ride like the wind. Got such a long way to go. Such a long way to go. And he's like signing the contract and then going yeah, to the Yeah, and next. he keeps leaving. <laughs> thinking he's done and then running back into a long way to go. Well, well no, he's, he's talking the deal, right? He's like, well, I want more or whatever. He's doing like the negotiating and the contract in between the takes. Such a long way to go. And he he peels in in the convertible, right? And then leaves, peels out in the convertible to the next session. I don't know how I've never seen it. It's really funny. (laughs) Rick Moranis just kills it, for sure. Did you see Ryan Reynolds brought Rick Moranis out of retirement? Yeah, I love that. That was was funny. great. Yeah, and that's it, right? There's no extra stuff. Like, it was just that little 30-second thing for a phone that new phone company. That's it. Good Ryan Reynolds is pretty bomb-proof, man. He, he always kind of says the right thing. He does the right thing. He shows up. He's really genuinely funny. Like, yeah. hard to knock him for anything. For sure. Especially when you kind of... It's like witty humor. Yeah. And, yeah, he seems to kind of be a stand-up guy. I remember when, I, when, I first, when he first came out, he, he annoyed me. And I thought he was like, oh, man, this guy. I wish he would shut up. To like starting to you know laugh a bit, and then his online presence being like, oh, okay, he's not such a d bag. He's actually got some depth. And then I think when uh the da- I saw that what the hell was it Daredevil the movie that he did Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. I thought that was a great movie, so I was like, all right, I'm in. This guy's good. Solid. Here's the thing. Um, Deadpool the movie was made by the guys who made the Joe Schmo show that I worked on. That's right. That's right. That writer. Yeah. Your pods. Yeah. Well, not by. I mean, I well, worked with them no. years ago. Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick, super nice dudes. Twitter bods. Yeah. They yeah. made Deadpool and they also made Zombieland. That was them. Wow. Um, super nice guys. Really funny. Really smart. I wonder, like, where did Ryan Reynolds come from? I thought it was Parker Lewis Can't Lose. What was the first thing Ryan Reynolds was in? 
It was Wasn't it those... like the Van? It was like Van Wilder, maybe. Yes. Lam- Lampoon movies. Yes. Yes, like exactly. That. Because I remember thinking they were sort of going for a Ferris Bueller kind of thing. For sure, because he's like the kid at school who's like no one ever says anything to him. He's chirping everybody. He's the coolest guy. Yeah, for sure. And then they I had think like he's the st- the st- yeah. I think he's become cool. I don't know if he always. Well, was. yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You never know. And, never know about. Uh, well, especially with acting, right? Because it's like a good actor can pretend to be anybody they want. Like you know? me. Like you. The good. The, yeah, like pretending to be what. Have you ever pretended to care and not cared? Yeah, it happens. To anybody. I, I don't know. Sure. My mom I mean, always like used if you're to work congruent. Down... She always said you should aim to be congruent, which is you <laughs> are who you are at home and at Sobeys and at the Canadian Screen Awards and on set. Like, you just are the same person everywhere. I would say yeah. you're that. Yeah, it's easier to be that than the other way where... Well, it's kind of, you're kind of being a, you're being fake if you're being anything else. Yes. And I've come across that where it's like, I don't have a problem with someone who's like trying to be nice and and trying to be, posture themselves in a way to get over for whatever they're trying to get. But I got a problem when people turn and are just mean to people or don't treat people with the same respect that they you can see doing for themselves. Same. That to me, and, and that's usually when th- that's the first telltale of someone who acts like this super empathetic person, but when they're into the corner, they just become the reality, which is like a BS faker, you know, posture POS styles. Yeah, or in a public uh, setting like a tiff party, which is my worst nightmare already, looking over your shoulder to see who else is there, like that stuff. Oh, yeah, that's a good one for sure. Not feeling yeah. that. No, but that's what you get when you go there, a lot of that. And I've <clears throat> I've been guilty of it when I'm talking to someone I don't want to be talking to. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you're like, oh, my God, I'm stuck here in this conversation that I don't really want to be in. You're looking for a lifeline. Trying to find somewhere out, like maybe a choke on an appetizer coming by. Oh, falling down. Was like uh, someone told me they were they saw Mel Torme. No, was it Mel Torme? No, it was uh, that the uh, the little mask who was in all those old movies, like with everybody. I think he was married to Judy Garland even at one point. Mickey Rooney? Yeah, Mickey Rooney. No way. They saw Mickey Rooney at some Broadway show or might have been even like a play in Toronto. And he was kind of mailing it in on the gig. And he was like (laughs) singing and missing notes, but then like pretending his stomach hurt. Like, oh. No. (laughs) Yeah. Like the ultimate mail-in is like, oh, that's got, oh, oh, yeah, oh, wow, that hurts. Oh! <laughs> well, I just noticed on his Wikipedia page it says vaudevillian. 
So that's how long that guy's been around. <laughs> For sure. Well, he was in L- the Little Rascals, right? Or the Wow Our, our Gang or no, was he he's that old for sure. Crazy. Mickey. The headline Rose. is he lived a long but not very happy life. One of the things that I love about my business is the weird terms for things like if you're shooting someone um, kind of j- from their head to just below their waist, that's the size of the shot. That's known as a cowboy because when they were making westerns and a uh, cowboy was on a horse, that's kind of as much of them as you would see in the frame. Yeah. Um, and well, Mickey Rooney on a film set is when, like if the director says to the uh, camera operator, give me a Mickey Rooney, that just means a short creep. Oh just like God. the camera just moves in just a little bit. But, so but, Mickey but Rooney yeah. is a film term. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, like that. He was like a kid actor that was like filled with amphetamines and drugs as a kid by the freaking the the executives at the film companies making films, right? Like he was just probably hooked on narcotics from age eight on, for sure. From vaudeville to the pictures, and that's what gave him the chip on his shoulder that he probably had. The um, I didn't know that about him. That's fascinating. Well, well, the second any, last, I think it's any child actor, but back then, it was a hard life. Like like in the, the in motion Alfalfa? pictures. Well, was yeah, Alfalfa was just, on the gack? Like I don't know. I don't care what you do. Make sure these kids are up at seven a.m. ready for set. You know what I mean? Like. In the 30s and 40s? I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Carl oh, I, Alfalfa I, Switzer. I, I remember... An American I, I, singer, child actor, dog breeder, and guide was best known as, for his role as Alfalfa in Our Gang. Is Our yeah. Gang and the Little Rascals the same thing? Yeah, yeah. Our Gang was like the bigger group of boys that started everything, I think. And then uh, Little Rascals came from Our Gang. But I think, like, that uh, Gary Cooper wrote a book about being a child actor that my mom talked about. He said it was just hell. Like, they would lie to him for scenes, like, say that his dog died and stuff. No, to make him cry? Yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, your dog just got hit by a car. Okay, let's get this scene going. Wow. Yeah. Here's two other uh, film terms that I really like. The Abbey Singer, or the Abbey, as it's known, is the second last shot of the day, named after a famous production manager who would... um, There are kind of different opinions on what it's from. Some people say he would let the crew know two shots before it was over so they'd be ready to collapse the set. And other people uh, said he would say, this is the last shot, and then trick them and say there's actually one more. Mm. So the Abbey is the second last shot of the day. And the last shot of the day is known as the Martini because the shot that comes after the last shot is out of a glass. Yeah. As in you'd have a drink after the Martini. Yeah. I love that stuff, man. The history of film. Remember Robert Blake, the guy who was like murdered his wife in the 90s or they said he murdered his wife or whatever yeah. it was? He was in our gang and he was surly. That guy was he super was? surly. He was? Yeah. You know, that guy had been through the ringer, too. Wow. Yeah. 
Who was, okay, what happened with Natalie Wood and Christopher Walken and all that stuff? And James Woods? Wasn't yeah, Robert was Wagner, that? right? Yeah, something like she was thrown off the boat, or that is what the the uh, the conspiracy theory is that she was murdered. But she was murdered, I tell you, murdered. Hollywood um, Babylon. Christopher Walken was on the boat. Can you do him she, like she fell off? Hey. She okay, fell so you off. okay you, you be the um, detective interviewing me, and I'll be. Uh, Christopher Walken doing yeah. the interview. So Christopher, could you could just yeah. take me through take take me through the uh, the 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 half hour before the accident? Happy to. We were eating dinner at a table, and a bunch of us were there. Robert Wagner was there. No, no. I mean, on the boat. I mean, half an hour before the accident on the boat. Sorry. Well, I I'm going back through my mind. To retrace the steps of that night. So bear with me if I am taking too long. I remember going to pee with a cigarette. And when I came back, there was like chaos and commotion. I'm sorry, Mr. Walken, you were... You, oh, you were, you were in the cabin to, to the bathroom and you came out and then it was crazy. Is that right? Sure. I was. So what happened next? I don't know. Oh, totally, that's it. He's like freaking <laughs> mummed up. He went to pee. Uh, he had Came a cigarette. Up. What? what it's was hard. So like, yeah. Christopher Walken is a parody of Christopher Walken now. <laughs> yeah, he's like, where did it beginning? Which one? Where did it I end? I told you. The new one? Jenny McCarthy did a movie with him. What was that called? Like Gas Food Lodging or something, one of those. Um, And she did a scene with him and he had an apple at the start of the day and he'd take it out and take a bite. Oh, that's right, yeah. And put it back in his pocket and every time he'd take it out, it was brown and linty. Gross. Gross. Things to do in Denver when you're dead. That's the movie. Kept him in character. What, uh, yeah, didn't you say he would just show up for a hundred grand no matter what back then? Like, it doesn't matter. That was the word. A birthday party or a movie. That was always the word on him. Like, this is my rate. And if you pay it, he would come. Um, Because he did a movie in Halifax. I can't remember what that was. But um, my friend was an assistant director, my friend White Jeremy. And they were standing on the sidewalk, and this group of uh, girls drove by and yelled, Christopher Walken, Christopher Walken, hey. And Jeremy waved back and he said, who are they? And Jeremy said, I, I don't know, just some girls. And so the legend goes, Walken said, we should F them. Really? He just threw that out there? Just yeah. like that? Like that's what he was into? Yeah. Oh Strange cat. Well, they, But of that's, course he is. That's his lane. Imagine like his top five tales of just going around. Who's right? on the boat. When she got thrown off. That's chilling. Hey, good chatting, bud. Yeah, <laughs> some good chatting. And get, there you go. Gotta love the yacht, Doc. Beware the gnat pound clouds, buds. Yeah, watch out. Keep your eyes on the boat bottom. Sit Glad down in the me, boat. Bud. <laughs>